Hello, this is Lori McGilvery and Julian Nundell, and we have a special guest for you today, Susan Blaskowski-Randall. Susan is with, her company is Thinking Into Health, Be the CEO of Your Life. And Susan's gonna share her, her health story with us today, and it's, it's just an absolutely amazing journey that she's had. Susan, how many years ago did you start this journey? Nine and a half years ago. Nine and a half years ago already. That's mm -hmm. gone quickly. Probably not for it you, is. but when I think about it, in it's terms been a of wonderful journey. It's been a wonderful journey. Absolutely. Can I ask you to start to just help people understand where you were nine and a half years ago, and what caused you? What was the what was the reason you started down this new health? journey it wasn't just i'm going to change my eating just because or mm -hmm. you know do you want to share with us why where were you at what was it like and because i've always thought of you as very very healthy you know always working out and very healthy eating i thought <laughs> so did i well thank you Lori and julianne for having me on your on your webcast uh, it's on, an honor to be with you, you two here. So, um, so yeah, my whole life, I was always very active. I exercised every day. I ate fresh from scratch. Um, we, I had some, um, uh, what I know now is autoimmune diseases in the family. So I did things to avoid getting that, not knowing that if you don't trigger those genes, you don't get those diseases. Um, but it just made sense to me if I was careful, maybe I wouldn't get them. Um, but, but I ended up getting them anyway because I wasn't eating um, organic. I wasn't eating clean. Um, I, I wonder where I would have been or how bad I would have gotten if I had not eaten fresh and, and, um, and watched my sugar and exercised every day. I probably would have gotten maybe sicker sooner or maybe even worse. Um, than I was, but um, but I started getting sick in my teens, um, just common colds and canker sores and styes in my eyes and um, just chronic chronic issues. And everyone attributed that to teenage growing pains. Well, they're not. They're, I found out not too long ago that they're autoimmune diseases. So as I kept getting more and more sick because um, our wheat was changed, our, our food started becoming genetically modified, preservatives entered the scene, um, non-foods um, that just tasted good and, and made you crave more came on the scene. And even though I stayed away from a lot of that stuff, I still ate some of it. So, and apparently I was weak. It, my body was weak and couldn't handle it. So when I, um, I, as I was getting sicker, you know, you're going to conventional doctors and they're telling you, oh, you're susceptible, so you need a flu shot. And, and every time you get sick, they're throwing antibiotics at you. And those just kept disrupting my system more and more and more. And um, by the time I was 55, I could hardly walk anymore. My head such a pain in my body, so I couldn't exercise anymore. Um, my, I thought I had a list of 18 to 20 symptoms of something. And so I, I couldn't figure out what was wrong. And I went to seven medical specialists. 
um, for allergies and rheumatoid arthritis and oncologists and endocrinologists and general practitioners. And um, I don't even remember the list, but every one of them told me at age 55 that I was old and that I had, and that there was nothing I could do about it. I was just aging and I had to get used to it. And if I wanted drugs for pain, that's all they could do for me. And thank goodness I didn't get on that opioid crisis train. So um, I kept, you know, Lori says that I, I, I think the, um, the way she teaches and it's just, to me, it's common sense and I'm always trying to connect the dots. And, I'm, and I kept thinking, you know, I've done all these healthy things all my life. Why am I not healthy? Why am I getting sicker and sicker and sicker to the point where I was so, um, pale looking and, and grayish. And I really thought I had some serious disease and I wasn't going to live anymore. As a matter of fact, I had a doctor tell me that my bones were leaching into my bloodstream so fast that I wasn't going to have a skeleton in eight years. Now that was nine Ooh. years ago. And I kept saying something else is wrong. So one day on my way home from work, I stopped at a friend's house to pick up a, um, a, a, a birthday gift for, for somebody. And and I was just kind of whining to her, which I've kind of felt bad about afterwards, but I was whining to her about how bad I felt. And I think she could tell that I didn't look very good, even though I was very active and she knew me as a very active and, and uh, positive person. And she said, she suggested that I see a holistic MD that her husband was seeing. So um, she said, but it's no insurance, very expensive. So I came home and I talked to my husband about it. And he said, go, what? what can it hurt? He said, you've been to all these specialists. They've, you've paid thousands of dollars over and above insurance. And they told you you're old and there's nothing you could do. Go see what he says. And my first visit with him was two and a half hours. It was well worth the money. And he looked at me and he said, I had what you have. I can fix you. And he did. He took 25 vials of blood. He ran seven to 10 pages of tests. He went over them with me and it told my story. They were all out of line. And um, he says, but we're going to take baby steps. Well, he didn't know who I was. I'm like, just give it to me. Just get, just pour it on. I'll do whatever I need to do. So he's no, no baby steps. So he started me out with a few instructions and some supplements. And I went through a couple of, um, but not right away later on, because you don't want to detox too fast because then you'll end up getting sicker or feeling sicker. So he made the comment. He said, I might take you off of wheat, but we'll see. And so I went home and I felt so good because I had hope. And my, my holistic MD is fabulous at giving hope and encouraging. And so, and that, and he said, attitude is half the battle. And he gave me even more attitude. So I came home, I did research for not even five minutes. I looked up wheat, I found out how toxic it was. I removed it from my diet. Two weeks later, I was like a new person. I had no pain in my body. I had tons of energy. Now I had been driving to work 90 miles round trip. I was calling my husband on the phone in the car because I couldn't stay awake. I was sleeping 10 to 12 hours at night and still couldn't stay awake during the day. Um, I was just so fatigued and so worn out. But after two weeks, I was doing high impact exercise, 
I was running errands. I was seeing family and friends. I was working. I was enter- I was cleaning the house. I mean, I cleaned every nook, cranny, drawer, closet. I was this whirling der- dervish. And my husband said, oh, my gosh, what, what did you do? And I said, I just cut out the wheat and I'm eating cleaner. I mean, we always ate whole foods, but now we're eating clean whole foods. So it was just amazing, amazing turnaround. I just felt like I, I reversed the clock. 20, 30 years. It was just amazing. I, I owe him my life. I, I owe my girlfriend who who sent me to him my life. I keep telling them they, they God put me in, in them in my path. Um, and it, it's just been an incredible journey since then. After three and a half years seeing the holistic MD, he says that my goal is to see you once a year or less. What doctor tells you that, right? And he said, but um, for the, for a while, I'm going to test your blood every three months, but I'm going to see you every six months. And so he would go over the blood tests and tweak my supplements or give me a new assignment. And after three and a half years, my blood was all in line. And he was so excited to tell me that I did so well. And he said, he said, I didn't want to tell you this. He said, but three and a half years ago, I was really worried about you. He said, but attitude is half the battle. And I wasn't going to tell you how bad you were. And since then, I've looked online for autoimmune diseases. I, it's been a couple of years since I looked. There's 144 the last time I looked out there. And I went through the list. I had over 30. And I probably had more than that. People that have chronic issues, they don't realize that, it, that they're autoimmune diseases and that they can be reversed without meds. No meds. I had no medicine. It was an amazing trip. And I'm continuing on. I just feel feel so good. Why would I ever want to reverse that? I look at wheat as poison. Um, now, if my body wasn't so destroyed from the re-engineered wheat, um, and they call it that because it was before GMO was um, invented or termed, um, so, but it is, it is GMO, um, that um, if, if my body wasn't so ruined, I could probably eat organic wheat at least sourdough where it's it, the gluten is is diminished, but my body is so ruined for wheat and I look at it as poison and I've, I've trained my mind to look at that and, and, and I can smell chemicals and I can smell toxins and I have no desire and I'm unaddicted because wheat is addictive as well and I'm totally unaddicted. So I don't even want to go back there to where I was. When I think about where I was at age 55 and, and, and I, I literally felt like I was dying, I probably was more quicker than I should have been to where I am now at 64 and so vibrant and, and, and healthy, I, I'll never go back there again. I'll, that's what keeps me going with my, with all my protocols. Um, and protocols are healthy food and it tastes wonderful. How bad is that? Right. Wow. When you talk about clean food, can you explain what does that mean? What's the um, difference? Do I wash it and it's clean? <laughs> Sometimes, um, but pastured, pastured meats, pastured animal proteins, um, raw organic cheeses, organic, minimally organic. So if I like to buy from farmers, if they're not, if they're not certified organic, I, I don't care. It's just a bunch of red tape. As long as they are a no spray farm and they feed their animals, no spray uh, grass and a non-GMO grain, um, that's clean. So you don't want any glyphosate, Roundup Ready, you know, 
um, sprays, toxins. No pesticides. It, it's, 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 exactly. No pesticides. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Fantastic. So you mentioned that you don't eat wheat. Are you, have you, have you replaced it with any alternative like rice? Do you have a rice bread or anything like that? Unfortunately, I, 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 with everything? I, you can, the, the, one of the mistakes a lot of people make as soon as they go gluten-free is they go to gluten-free baked goods and sweets and products. So to, to get the flavor in there, there might be a lot of sugar um, and a lot of grains, grains turn sugar. So again, probably because I, I don't know, I want to say that I waited too long. I discovered too late the damage that was done to my body that I find that I, if I have too much sugar or too many grains that my, I start having autoimmune reactions. So I, I stay away from that. And again, you know, I went out and bought all that stuff, but by the time I bought it, I had been, I became unaddicted to wheat. So I don't crave the pastas and the breads um, and, and, I still love sugar, but that's one of my um, faults. But um, I try to limit that. So I look at that stuff and I don't crave it or I'll put it in the cupboard and I'll forget it's there. So so I've kind of stayed away from that. Now, some people can tolerate more than than I can. But I notice the cleaner I get my body, the the more alarms I hear and feel when I do eat something wrong or too much of something that I shouldn't be eating, like sugar. I love sugar. I love, I try to stick with the dark chocolate. It's lower in sugar. It's got some health benefits, but, um, but you, but you need to listen to your body. And, and if I get too much of any of that, um, the alarms go off. I can, I can feel them. I can sense them. Um, now that I'm healthy and, and before all my alarms were going off all the time. So I didn't know what was causing what, um, and now that I know I, I can respond to those yeah. and, and, and your body gets clean and then you put something in it that you shouldn't. It's like, Hey, the alarms are like, Hey, you got me clean. Now you're putting that toxin in me. Why are you doing that? And sugar is a toxin. Sadly. Are you using any alternative? Are you using like, um, cocoa syrup? Or is that still too much sugar for you? Sugar is sugar. So, um, but you know, I do bake. I use um, cane sugar, um, organic cane sugar, honey. Um, yeah, so all those healthier things like corn syrup. I make my own simple syrup. So I do make. I try to find lower glycemic ways to make make things so that it's a little bit healthier. And then, and I've always been one, cause again, I had diabetes in the family. So I always cut back on sugar. So even though I like it, I don't like super sweet. So, so when you get used to that um, less, lesser, you, you can taste it more. So you need less. It's all about yeah. balance and yeah. listening. Yeah. Um, and, so and, and being health conscious doesn't, doesn't mean a specific diet. It means, you know, asking the question, is this nourishing my body? Um, because whatever you put in your gut is going to affect your brain. Um, you know, I had the brain fog and, and um, we have a huge epidemic of, of Alzheimer's and dementia nowadays, you know, so it, it's all connected. Um, 
and you really want you around the other. And what can and, and you want to protect your you want to protect your um, blood brain barrier. So yes. so mm -hmm. what can what can go through that blood brain barrier toxins sadly, and then you start having neurological issues and um, central nervous system issues and gut issues. I mean, and then it starts going to the organs and things start malfunctioning and shutting down and it, it's just a, a domino effect. Yes. You have a couple of alternative um, friends sitting with you. Oh, yes, yes. Please show them, Susan. Share show them. Okay. So one of my assignments, I'd love to. I'd love to. So one of my assignments with um, with my holistic MD was to start eating live enzyme foods that are fermented. And and of course I looked at him like he was a man from Mars because I didn't ever know what fermented was. I thought you buy the sauerkraut in the can on the shelf. Well, that's dead food. So I've I've uh, joined and now I'm the chapter leader of a Weston A. Price chapter in the Metro Detroit area here. And um, I'll grab my some of my samples. So I make my own um, sour car caraway sauerkraut, and um, and I make a, a number of fermented uh, items. And I'll share some recipes online for everybody. But uh, there's so much live enzymes in these. I use different fruits and vegetables to do this. And if it doesn't go with whatever you're eating that day, um, just grab a forkful. It's so healing to the gut. Um, and then I've got, you can't see them in here, but beets. And the in the liquid around that is beet kvass. And that is very healing. To, and it's cleansing of the liver. It's very, very healing. So I love that. I'll put a little bit of that in my kombucha sometimes. I feel like a mad scientist putting all kinds of little things in my kombucha for a little bit of flavor. You I have definitely one of that recipe. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? You I want definitely what? want that recipe. <laughs> Okay, and then this is um, this is kohlrabi, sliced kohlrabi fermented. I love a slice of this on a hamburger or a, or a sandwich. And then my liquid gold. So you can see there's the fat on the top, and there's the bone broth. And can you see the little bit of silt on the bottom? That's the crushed bone. So I'll share a recipe online for you um, for this as well. If I shake it up a little bit, you might see some of the silt kind of move around the bottom. But, wow. um, but yeah, it's your magic bone broth, your gold, what you call yes, it. Gold, yes. Gold and this magic. is very healing. This is very healing as well. And this is great for the joints. So it gives you um, marrow, cartilage and um, collagen. So it's it's great for the joints and, and the material between your joints and flexibility and, and joint protection. And but it is very healing to the gut, especially a lot of people have leaky gut. That was another autoimmune disease. That I that I had that I'm healing, and then um, here is my our friend is our friend Scoby, and my um, this is my kombucha. <laughs> so wow. this I brew it for about two weeks, so it gets pretty vinegary. It doesn't have a lot of sugar in it left, but the Scoby feeds off of sugar, so. Um, so I like it more vinegary tasting. Some people like it sweeter. So anywhere from 12 to four, 10 to 14 days, you can brew it and then you can decant it and start drinking it. Um, I like to mix it sometimes with a little bit of my beet kvass or um, 
a little bit of um, mineral water to make it a little, it's a little fizzy, but you to add a little bit more carbonation to it. So I don't drink sodas and that sort of thing anymore as, as well. Although I didn't drink much of that before. Yeah, I never have either. You know, and you then, have, so that's another thing is through my life when I thought I was doing well, I didn't eat fast food. I drank very little soda, um, very little sugar, and I still got very sick. So that just shows you how how many how bad our food is. I always call our standard American diet the, the acronym is SAD, and it is a very sad diet. Um, how toxic it really is that I thought I was eating well. And I wasn't. So, so you were you were you were eating well, and you were exercising, and you were doing all the things that you thought were right, until yeah. you started really studying it. Until you hit the point of your health was getting so um, unmanageable. Rest I mean, restrictive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and then you started studying it. And this doctor, I've met him. When I've been back to Michigan, he's incredible. He's a he was he's, an MD. He was a medical doctor. He still is. And, yep, and found that he wasn't really healing people in his in his clinic in that form. Practice. In his in the practice, and then moved into the holistic practice, and still is MD with his practice. So you're getting the best of all worlds when you're when you're working in this arena. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, so occasionally the, you might need a me medicine for something, and he can prescribe that if 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 need be. Yeah. Can I, I ask you? Question. Can I ask you, Susan? Uh, so um, this whole uh, journey of yours, which is yeah, long one, of course, and um, uh, it's not easy to uh, to change those those habits, I guess. Um, what was for you in this period of transition? you obviously already had some good habits but what was the most frustrating part where you said um when you move into into new uh new habits that you have to do what was the uh, the most um that got you that got to you where you where you were like mm -hmm. Was it yourself or was it more the, the external where you did not maybe uh, find the support in, in, in people or, or was it maybe um, uh, stuff you couldn't get at, um, at the local markets or supermarkets or what was it? So Julianne, very good question. Um, it was a little bit of everything, but I'm a very determined person. And when I set my, my mind to something, I am going to find a way and, and I'm going to make it work. And when it makes you feel wonderful, why wouldn't you keep going? Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I, and, and again, my MD, my holistic MD uh, pointed me in a lot of great directions and, and told me where to go and what to do. So I, I started getting into what I call my foodie circle and my holistic naturopathic circle and um and then you connect to um to free seminars and and mm -hmm. and other practitioners that the functional doctors and their advice and their books and um i'm not one to sit and read i've just got to keep moving all the time um i should probably get more audiobooks but that's why but you're so I, <laughs> I just keep finding ways um to keep persevering 
So, um, so yeah, there was a, a little bit of pushback. Probably the hardest thing is, um, and maybe they're not as good of friends as I think, but um, friends that uh, that roll their eyes, you know, when we're at a restaurant. Um, there's sometimes I'll eat before I go and I'll just go and have a drink and enjoy my time with them and then leave. And um, I think it makes them uncomfortable that I'm not eating and they're probably thinking, oh, what am I eating that she won't? And But you know what? Um, I'm not going to uh, preach and teach unless they're open to that. And um, but I see them suffer and that breaks my heart. But, you know, I can only do what I can do and hopefully be a role model and a an example but um, oh, yeah, I found my I found my way around and and hooked up with um, farmers and and co-ops and sources and cookbooks and um, I have a box in the basement full of old cookbooks. But I'm learning how to convert some old favorites into into gluten-free you know versions, low sugar or whatever. But so I just I just keep plodding along. Susan's wow. cookbook will be coming out soon. <laughs> I, I I borrow others <laughs> recipes. I'm, I'm a baker. I'm not really a cook. So that was difficult too. My husband did a lot of the cooking and I did the baking. Well, if I baked, I'd be three times bigger than what I am. So I don't bake a lot and, um, and I don't crave it anymore. So, uh, but he's, he's the cook. But now that I've retired, I'm trying to take that role on and I don't enjoy it. But, but, but learning how to cook whole clean foods is is simpler really it's not the big science experiment so i do i do reference a lot of recipes and sometimes have to call in my husband for some emergency help if it's not turning out but um but i know yeah. a, lot, so, a lot of things you've always said that i've heard you talking is that one of the most important things is where you're sourcing your food that is that is so so huge where you are sourcing your food and as you said how, how are they um growing it mm -hmm. farmers are very honest if you ask them they'll tell you and i and i was uncomfortable at first but um i'll do it now at a farmer's market i'll ask them do you spray and if they say yes i'll say okay thank you and i just move on yeah um, I, sounds, I have to do it for my health you do absolutely it sounds like you've created the community around you. You, you um, sought to put yourself into that community that was in harmony with you. And, mm -hmm. and that's- It's that's much more supportive, and very there. supportive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's very supportive. Because when, when you don't get the support from family and friends, um, it, it can get a little discouraging. Um, they they might think you're eccentric or you're just over the top or whatever. But you know what? I've got to do it for my health, and and you just keep loving on them and hope they they uh, come around and and realize that it's what I need. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm and sure when they saw the first uh, first of your results, then uh, they were quite convinced very quickly, right? <laughs> That's interesting because a lot of people, is, and even family, said they didn't know I was sick. I always put on the the facade, I guess. Okay. Okay. You know, I was always very positive and and um, and active. So they didn't know, and I didn't complain. That's why I'm surprised I whined to my little girlfriend that day. But I'm glad I did um, because yeah. I I very rarely. I, in, 
probably almost never complained to anybody as to what I was feeling inside and how sick I was. I mean, obviously my husband knew because I was going off to one doctor after another after another. But sometimes we the closest persons uh, are, mm, yeah, maybe not uh, the right ones to seek help from or at, uh, or professional advice. So it's good good that you uh, that you talked to your girlfriend mm -hmm. and that she mm -hmm. gave you such good advice to see. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Very grateful. So I wanted to follow on just a little bit. Um, with Julianne asking about your frustration, I remember you talking through, this was not a straight line. This was not a, I start here and I end up here in nine and a half years. Your, your journey has been like this. And it's been like this and this and this and this and this and this. And it's been learning as you go and, and learning and testing with your doctor. Your doctor having you try and test different things. So it hasn't been you know, the doctor tells me to do this, I do this, and I'm fixed. Um, it's been, from everything that I know in your journey that you've shared with me over these years, um, it's been trying things, maybe it doesn't work, go back, try something else. And even along the way, as you're doing everything right, I remember the call, I don't remember if it was a call or an email that we had together, that you were completely clear of all these autoimmune deficiencies. You had a clean bill of health, and it was it was just a little bit after that. I don't remember the time frame, but then something else happened. Something else came in, and you had to work through and overcome that. So just because you do this doesn't mean it's this straight line from here to here. You've got to put in mm -hmm. the work. You've got to put in the determination and the time. And it's it's like anything in life. There's something else that might come back in. That mm -hmm. what we deal with that today. You know, if that's what this is, what do we need to do to take care of that? And it's really important for people to know it isn't a here to here and I'm done. Right. And sometimes you stall and you you don't go any further for a while and you just keep doing what you're doing. So you start seeking, you know, what else can I do to, to go a little bit further? So um, essential oils have helped me along the way. Anything my holistic MD had me do, I would look in my oils book and I would find the supporting oil and I would do that. And he was amazed at how quickly I would accelerate that part of my healing with those oils. And then uh, a few years ago, I bought a microcirculation device, um, and I mean, that has helped. That yes, and it's helped um, improve my blood flow at the capillary level, which in, it, um, improves nutrient absorption and um, and healing within my body. So I saw another leap of health with that, and that was fabulous. And so I've been able to cut back on a lot of my supplements because now I'm getting more nutrition out of them and my food into my body. You're absorbing more because of this, yeah. fantastic. I'm always learning new things. And as I shared a little earlier, um, I drink ozonated water. It oxygenates the water and, and, and that gets into my bloodstream and helps. So I try to drink you know a couple jars of this a day as well. I mean, we all need to drink water anyway. So um, and I put that on my plants sometimes and they grow 
amazingly. So I know it works. So, you know, you find little things along the way, but all along my doctor, right from the start, he always told me when he would give me my assignments, he'd say, now, this is what I want you to do. And this is why, because of this blood test and this will, it'll do this, that, and the other. And then he'd say, but I want you to research it, make sure you feel comfortable with it. And, and if you decide to, to move forward with that protocol, pay attention. And if you feel anything wrong or negative, you let me know. So he, he says, we're always learning and we learn from each other. So he's a fabulous man, very it's open to me as well as me to him. So we worked together. And like I said, at three and, and a half years. Talks. You do occasional talks together with him now, don't you? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. He's such a it's kind a man. partnership almost that you've created with your, your holistic MD. He's like and a friend so, now. Yeah, He's an amazing it's man. It's so important. It's so but important. But at the three and a half year mark, he told me he went that he said, you know, he was worried about me. He says, but you are my my role model patient. He said, when when my patients, new patients asked me, does this really work? He says, let me tell you about a patient of mine. And then when he goes to seminars, he brings my file. He says, let me tell you about a patient of mine. I'm like, and he just loves that I do what he suggests and it works. And if it doesn't, we back up and we start over. It's, it's yeah. just a real partnership. And, um, and it's worked out really well for me. People that I've met that have seen him that complain that they haven't gotten any better. When I ask them questions, I find out they're not following his protocols. Well, yeah. willing, you able and you, willing, able, seeking and doing. <laughs> Yeah, willing, able, seeking, and doing. Those are so key, critical. So we're we're about and to me. It's common sense. I was blessed with common sense, I guess. So and always trying to connect the dots. So it just yeah. makes sense for me. Yeah. And, the and I'm not giving up. I'm gonna keep going. Yeah. You hear this? Determination and attitude. Determination yeah. and attitude. Some people call it stubborn. You can call it whatever you want. I'm gonna be healthy. That's right. Absolutely. Susan has um, on Facebook, if you want to connect with her and she she does teaching. You were president of Weston Price. Are you still president? It's a it's a it's a worldwide foundation, nonprofit foundation. And I am the chapter leader of the Metro Detroit chapter. Um, there's 500 chapters around the world and I'm the chapter leader of one of them. And we're the most active chapter. We teach monthly. We hold seminars. Yeah. <laughs> of course they are with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're teaching and around the so area. I'm teaching you're and I'm learning. I, I learn still. Yeah. And yeah. on Facebook, you can connect to Thinking Into Health, be the CEO of your life. And Susan is always posting amazing things in there. Uh, she posts, are you doing Zoom meetings now? Are you doing Zoom for people who with can't come? With the foundation, yeah, with Weston A. Price Foundation, we're doing Zoom. I think people are a little Zoomed out, um, so we haven't been getting a big turnout, but but I don't care if it's one person or a hundred, we're gonna keep teaching. It's helping Spreading people. Spreading the word. It's mm -hmm. helping. Oh, especially now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Susan, exactly. I can't thank you enough. We need to, we need to keep, we need to have you come back and yes. take us into your amazing, science lab that is called a kitchen <laughs> when simon is on we when need simon yeah. is back on yes, yes. i'd love to do that
show us how to make some of those. I'd love to do that. I never, if you told me nine years ago I would be doing this, I would have laughed in your face. But <laughs> I am so grateful that I, I have the friends in, the, in, in my life and in the acquaintances and the circle that I'm in to teach me this, to, to keep me well. And, and now I'm just going to keep trying to spread that love. I've known Susan since junior high school. And mm-hmm. she's always just been- Just a few years ago. Just a couple of years, just a couple of years ago. And she's always been fairly quiet, shy, um, but very, you know, determined and, and positive. And this has just opened you up into such an amazing teacher. And you, you. are just, you're so easy to listen and learn from. I've been to Thank some you. of your, your teachings and talks. So be sure to get, to one of Susan's Zoom meetings or talks, um, wherever she's at. And I can't thank you enough, Susan. We'll have you back in your science lab kitchen. Thank you, I'd love to do that. Thank you, Susan. Susan. It was amazing listening to your story, yeah? Can't thank you enough. And I'm curious about the recipes. (laughs) I will send. She will have two recipes for us, the sauerkraut and the bone broth. And we'll be putting those in the 30-minute mastermind with this re- uh, replay. This is Lori McGilvery, Julian Nandel, and Susan Blaskowski-Randall. And 30-minute mastermind will be back next week. Simon will be with us. And he will be talking about giant, fabulous goals, um, travel, and growth expansion. And he's going to share a bit about Costa Rica. And so it's going to be a really fun, exciting 30-minute mastermind next week. Till then, have a great week. Love you. Yeah. Bye. Ciao.